Hello, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Before the show starts, take a second to subscribe and leave a review. Share with some friends. And while you're listening, make sure you check out the Breakfast store with so much amazing merchandise at breakfast.com. People of Earth, if you can hear my voice, you have arrived at another episode of Breakfast with Brent Pope. I am your host, Brent Pope. My guest today is a tour de force, especially when it comes to creating musical projects. In fact, his new podcast, In Strange Woods, was recently number one on the Apple Podcast chart for fictional podcasts. It's a real podcast, but the, the subject is fictional. You get it. In Strange Woods, just so well done, and yours truly might have a part in this as well. We also had a fabulous breakfast from Toasted Bun, so let's get to it, and we are going to hit some high notes today, because we have Jeff Lupino Esposito today on Breakfast. Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Breakfast. This young lady just smashed the lids on all these cakes in the bakery section. <laughs> I could go on a Hallmark card. My uh, guest today. Oh, I'm going to need to hear all about that. I didn't need any extra sausage. He adds character to my crew. <laughs> Is a goat pit a real thing? What? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Great place to hang out and good food, too. I'm always playing blue-collar guys. Breakfast. Let me screw through the pipe. I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. I love a crawler. All yeah. my uncles got the gout. Jalapeno slash cheddar waffles. Who doesn't love that? It's Breakfast time. Breakfast. The only show where bacon, pancakes, Hollywood. I'm your host, Brent Pope. Jeff Lupino Esposito, how are you? Uh, Brent, I'm so good. I'm so happy to be talking to you. It has been too long. I know. <laughs> well, we met through your uber-talented wife, Julia Addis, who I was in an acting class with, and she approached me with a project. We all worked together on a couple web series like this you, that you co-wrote and produced and directed. Julia also produced, co-wrote, and was my the, the, the other lead, along with me in those two ventures, Table for Two and Common Beauties. And guys, if you want to find those web series, just do a search with Table for Two and Brent Pope, Jeff Lupino Esposito, Julia Addis, and, you know, you should be good to go. Anyway, I, I think we work together very well because you seem to see past any <laughs> casting limitations for me and just cast me in whatever. And I have to say, you know, just starting off, I'm really grateful to have someone like you in my corner, someone that's just as talented as you. So oh. thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, Brent, I love having you in truly anything. I feel like you are the model of someone you want to have on set. Like you are not only always down to try anything and like so game to do whatever the script calls for or the ridiculous music video calls for. I'm specifically <laughs> thinking of you um, in a in a trailer, uh, dressed as a donut, um, just eating maybe yeah. maple syrup. I mean, look, yeah, you cast me as a, a an actual donut uh, that was living with e- either my boyfriend or my husband, uh, an apple. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, living in a trailer park. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no limits. But it's always because you are always down to do anything, and you're also uh, just so fun to have on set. Like everyone who is there with you afterwards will always, I'll always find out later that you became friends with a bunch of people on set <laughs> who I, I, you know, months later you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm doing a project with this other person now, and I love that. That just means like everyone had a great time and you made everyone else feel comfortable. And so that's why I always love having you there. I mean, I guess that's kind of true. Like, like my last guest was Giovanni Lanayo and we met on, you know, a video that, that you, uh, I think wrote and, uh, and had a big part in also, uh, 
the the walk video, which we've we've talked about on the show. So yeah, I guess that's kind of true. Uh, you also, you know, you cast me in stuff like uh, Southern <laughs> Southern Country Singing Judge. <laughs> now, if I could play a con- Southern Country Singing Judge, I mean, there's nothing that I couldn't be cast in, according to Jeff Lapino Esposito, and that's, I mean, look, that's amazing to me. Yeah, I hope that you come away from every project we do thinking that you have no limits, that you can do <laughs> yeah. truly anything. Um, I loved you as a country singing judge uh, up on, like, whatever canyon we were in. Yeah, and, you know, I have to say, like, uh, a couple times I was paired up with uh, Matt Sav as the apple. (laughs) That was my, uh, you know, boyfriend slash husband. And as the guitarist, you know, when I was the country singing judge. And Matt Sav, they're such a great performer and so talented. And, you know... There's somebody I'd love to work with so much more also. Yeah, Matt and I have been working together since we were uh, students. Yeah, that's the word. At the University of Virginia. Uh, gone a decade ago now, but... Uh, Wait a minute. Why did you say students like that? I mean, were you guys not studious people? <laughs> or are you just saying it because it was you know a, a ways back now? Because I'm curious. I, I honestly, because I think of my time at college so much around those... Like, I think calling Matt my classmate or my like fellow student feels really funny because they and I were so much more about like all the outside projects, the theater group we were in, the like, you know, we did this interactive online musical that we never slept. It it took every hour of every day to create. So I just don't think of my time there, especially with Matt, uh, as having anything to do with learning, uh, classes, teachers, um, anything of the sort. Well, you know, I guess I've I've been watching that show Letterkenny a lot, and they are always saying like, you know, that, that, familiar adage, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life, right? So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what you're talking about there, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a really good time and nice. uh, doing our, yeah, pretty ridiculous projects. But that was definitely the place where, and working with Matt is how I first started getting comfortable with like throwing ideas against the wall, just setting up the camera and shooting it. And and that's so many things that you've always been down to do with us too, is just, uh, yeah, you get the script from us the day before or something, and then you're coming in to somebody's apartment and shooting this random thing. Hey, so that's interesting because uh, I think kind of unique from my experience, uh, at least in LA, you have, I mean, your group from the University of Virginia where you, where you went to school is just like so big that it seems like you could do an entire project and have every single job covered by somebody from your group of people from UVA. Am yeah. I wrong about that? I mean... No, you're spot on. Like, the Walk Music video is a great example even where, like, uh, folks that we didn't even go to school with who graduated that year uh, and came out to L.A. were helping out on set. I just think, like, I don't know what it is. I, I think in part because the school isn't known for its theater program or film program necessarily, that as a result all the students there kind of had to uh, invent their own paths to learning that stuff. And that often meant like just making their own projects. So when they move out to LA, they're just a hundred percent ready to assume, yeah, we're getting together. We're doing a project. Everyone's going to take whatever task is needed to make it happen. So it's, yeah, it's been a hugely useful community. Very cool. 
Yeah, I, I've even noticed, you know, on my I, I, I pay attention to like where people are listening to breakfast and like the DC, Virginia area is like a big mm-hmm. breakfast area. So I'm, I'm like, wow, that has to be because Jeff and I have worked <laughs> together. And, I love that. Uh, just kind of like drain off from that, which is I, like, I'm very happy about that. I love uh, Virginia. I lived there for a few years. I, I love going to DC. And you've thought um, about politics, of course, getting into of politics. Of course, yes. Uh, definitely starting my own third party, probably. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So anything about uh, you as kind of a creator performer that you you say like, wow, this is kind of very Virginia, uh, that that aspect of me, you know? Uh, That's funny. Well, you know, I grew up in New Jersey, but I would say that I feel like a – a resident of Virginia from the time having spent there at UVA. And then, yeah, my family since moved down there and Julia's family, my wife, Julia, um, famous Julia Addis from uh, the Common Beauties and Table for Two web series. Who we're going to have on the show at some point. You got to have her. When we can get her scheduled. to. to (laughs) She's impossible to pin down. I live here with her and I see her once, twice a day. Nice. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Virginia... Sensibility. I think it is just that specifically that UVA community and that willingness to like, I think because uh, the other thing about UVA students is that they're all really type A and I'm definitely among that. And so is Julia that like we treat even making art as if it's like a homework assignment. And we're like, we're going to get the A plus of making a viral video. We're going to make it so viral and our (laughs) teachers and our mommies and daddies are going to be so proud of us that like we're just, I think we have such a good student syndrome that we, yeah, apply it to everything, which just means that everyone works really hard and uh, is also a perfectionist, which can be problematic, but uh, they're willing to put in the work to try to get there. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I had almost forgotten that you grew up in New Jersey uh, and your name sounds like a New Jersey name. Like, hey, you <laughs> yes. know, that guy, Jeff Lupino Esposito. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right down the block. Yeah. Any, I have almost anything... a parody of I have a parody of an Italian last name. <laughs> it's a great name, man. Like, uh, I think it, it, it I don't know. To me, it just sounds like somebody that's that's like important. Like if, I, if you say like, yeah, so uh, we've got this guy on board for Broadway and this guy. And uh, also Jeff Lapino Esposito, and they're like, "Oh, wait, Je- you got Lapino Esposito on this?" I mean, it has it has weight. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I love it. Let's talk about In Strange Woods. Uh, it's a it's a it's a podcast project. I always, when I describe it to people, I say it's like a faux true crime podcast that's also a musical. And uh, I don't think you can really understand what that means unless you listen to it you know (laughs) yeah it doesn't seem like those things go together yeah that's a great way to describe it that is the only sensible way to describe it but a hundred percent um yeah until you hear it first you think well that sounds like that's going to be terrible um and then (laughs) you also think there's no way that can work i remember when i uh heard the, the first episode of it uh, I was just like, oh, this is really cool. I got sucked into the story of like this true crime thing. And then all of a sudden I heard music and I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And, and that's why we totally had, you know, you, you know, you were just alluding to that there, why we produced a pilot demo of it, the full like first episode, which is like uh, maybe around 35 minutes. And because when we tried to, even just with the script and talk to people about it and try and get, any kind of funding or maybe interest from a production company, it just couldn't be translated from the page. Um, so we, yeah, we, we ended up 
I mean, really luckily got a lot of folks to come out and come record for free for us and produce and all of those things to make it happen. Um, but yeah, we had to make a pilot demo for it to make any sense. I'm curious how you pitched this. Like what were the, you know, how did you guys word it? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, uh, the way we, I sort of think of it, of course, the top line is, yeah, it's serial or S town or any of those true crime stories you love, but as a musical and it's fictional. Um, but really the other like emotional hook being that it's about this 18 year old girl who lives in the Northwoods, Minnesota, um, a Northwoods town in Minnesota. And, uh, she's just lost her brother. And then she becomes, uh, acquainted with the, recluse this old man who lives more in the woods uh is like a survivalist type who was the one who found her brother's body and now she's developing this relationship with him and uh dangerous things start to uh grow from that relationship and that's the that's the emotional hook of it this this teen perspective and it's very much a story about loss and family and grief um, and yeah, in our relationship to the wilderness, uh, within this true crime musical format. Right. And, you know, I gotta say that our heroine, you know, Lily Mae Harrington uh. is the actor that plays, uh, our heroine, uh, it's just so spectacular. And I've seen her in a couple other things, all things that, that you've produced mm. and created. Um, I mean, that's, uh, She's so good, and she really stands. She holds up well against all these. I mean, you had some big names in this. You had Donna Lynn Champlin from Crazy Ex Girlfriend. You had Beth Level from uh, The Prom on Broadway. You had Patrick yeah. Page from Hades Town. Is she just uh, set up to just do this? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, Lily. Yeah, Lily Mae Harrington. In a way, once we heard her, especially on the pilot it was so obvious that there was no version of this show without her as Peregrine, the lead. Uh, the lead character, she is the best singer I've ever worked with. It's hard to imagine that I'll work with a better one. She is so natural at expressing emotion and story through song. Like it's just incredible to watch her elevate a song. So us, you know, so I wrote the, the whole piece with Brent Ryback and Matt Sav and when we're writing the songs and when we were writing one for Lily, we were just like so giddy imagining her sing them. And then when, when she came in to record, uh, you know, you know this Brent, but we recorded everything remotely uh, yeah. because we recorded this past year. Uh, we were just like so excited to hear her sing these songs for the first time. Uh, and she did exactly what we expected. She elevated them. She brought so much heart to it and so heartbreaking. And, uh, yeah, I, I love Lily's work, especially as a singer. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious how you guys approached all, I did, I mean, did you have a previous relationship with any of these other kind of big Broadway names or was it just a fact, uh, I don't know, did you get them the material and they liked it? So Brett Ryback, who plays the narrator, uh, of the podcast, Brett, and is one of the co-writers. He uh, is a performer as well, and he was off-Broadway in this great show called Murder for Two, and he's written other shows that have played at regional theaters and have gotten a lot of attention. And so in performing and writing, he's developed a lot of relationships with the Broadway community. And I think we got to Donalyn Champlin because Brett had, I think it was because Brett had worked 
um, with uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend creator uh, Rachel Bloom. And I think that got to her. Donna Lynn saw the script, yeah, became a fan of it. Patrick Page, I think Brett knew his wife maybe or had worked with Patrick, but really just personal connections from past experiences. And then, yeah, the amazingly uh, reassuring thing that when they saw the script and they heard about the project, they got excited about it and were really on board with it. I think the person that I was most uh, thrilled by their excitement about it was Michaela Watkins. She plays uh, Irene O'Connor, who is a bit of comedic relief in the show. She's sort of the town gossip. And she has been, since she saw the script and heard the pilot demo, um, she was so effusive about it so encouraging and and supportive and excited to get the chance to do a musical. She was really like, I know who's going to call me to do a musical. Who thinks I'm going to be someone who does a musical just from her past work. You might not know that she could do it. And not only is she so organically hilarious and the improv that her and Christian Brune did together, they played husband and wife and, um, and Christian is an amazing performer as well. Um, but she put in so much work into her song, which is this really complicated patter song. It's like a ton of words, really fast, uh, really up and down. And she put in so much prep into it that when she just came in to record it, it was, you know, a snap. It was, it was so easy. She knocked it out of the park. Right. Well, Michaela Watkins, I'm a big fan of her from, you know, she was on SNL. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, oh, I'm curious when you're when you're pitching the project to her, did you mention like, oh, we have the guy, uh, he's playing a small part, the guy that played the plumber in the last season of yes. your show Casual that made you really mad and was really demeaning towards you, Brent Pope, that character, he's also in this. So, th- yeah, I'm, she I'm... was she was excited <laughs> about the project, but a little bit hesitant. And then I sent uh, a photo collage I had made of you just from mm-hmm. over the years, um, and with the plumber image in the middle, and said, "This change your mind." Um, <laughs> and she said, "Yeah." And where do I have to go? When do I have to be there? And I won't accept money because if I get a chance to be uh, on a project with Brent Pope again, I'd love to be there. I'm in all caps. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Well, Michaela Watkins, look, I'm I, I admire her work so much, and you're oh. right; she's just so naturally funny, and and you know, and a, a thing we didn't know on SNL that what a great dramatic actor she is too, you know. Yes. So, yeah, uh, and, and I'll say to her and Christian Brune, uh, you might recognize Christian from uh, the movie Ready or Not, and he was also in Orphan Black, and he's just a great comic actor uh, who you'll see in a lot of things. But he and Michaela they were two of the only actors that we had um, both on zoom at the same time uh, while they were recording in different locations. Christian was in Vancouver and Michaela was in LA and uh, I have so much bonus tape of them improving as husband and wife that I had to just like sadly keep cutting out of every episode just to get our runtime down. But there is so much amazing bickering from the two of them that just is brilliant. In Strange Woods, I can't recommend it highly enough. Tell people where the the best way they can listen to In Strange Woods right now. Yeah, uh, you know wherever you get your podcasts, uh, but you know we on iTunes, on Spotify, just search In Strange Woods. Uh, you'll know it's the right one when you see an image of a determined girl walking through snow. Then you you know you've landed in the right place. Right. <laughs>
And just to fully more prove the point that Jeff Lupino Esposito will cast me in anything, he cast me in, in Strange Woods as a 60-year-old guy from Minnesota. Uh, I'm none of those things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was a twin, right? And yep. the other twin was a guy that was from Minnesota. So, you know, no pressure, Brent. To- <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. I look at a script and I go, hmm, time to call Blue Collar Brent. Um, I got a guy who's, you know, runs a fishing shop, fishing and hunting good shop. Got to call Brent. Um, and yeah, you came in and knocked it out. Uh, it was so fun. I wish we had more time, more to record with you. We did it so quickly. Uh, you came into Matt's studio and, uh, we had you over zoom, but was it funny for you? I was curious to hear, um, you and Jameson, with Jameson Hayes, uh, who played your twin brother, when you heard that episode with you two together, because, you know, you guys didn't perform together. Yeah, I was going to say that. It was really interesting because I was like, I I don't know what Jameson is going to sound like. I don't know how this is going to sound with us together because, yeah, I literally did not hear any of the other performances. And maybe that's a thing. I, I don't know. I don't haven't done a, an awful lot of voiceover, but maybe that's just a thing all the time in voiceover. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but, I feel like that probably is the case. I feel like when I've spoken to yeah more experienced voiceover artists that they're always saying like, no, I wasn't, I didn't meet the person at all. And then the movie came out and, uh, yeah, but here, I mean, I think it's a testament to the quality of the acting. Everyone, it, it took a lot of work, of course, on the editing side to match the performances that felt right together. But because everyone we brought in was such a pro, th- there was there was truth there, and so when you put two lines next to each other, that honesty came through, even if they never met. Yeah. Before we go any further, we had breakfast from Toasted Bun, mm. uh, which is pretty close to my house. Jeff Lupino Esposito, tell me about your meal from Toasted Bun. It was so good. I had a breakfast quesadilla, um, <laughs> which makes me laugh because, Brent, you had asked – uh, you know, any dietary restrictions? I was like, I'm taking it light on meat and cheese. And then I was like, <laughs> can I have a smushed cheese sandwich? Right. Uh, uh, but it was so good. It, it was, uh, yeah, cheese, scrambled egg, spinach, and mushroom. I love egg, spinach, mushroom combos of any oh, kind. Yes. Um, and the real surprise was the sour cream It was like whipped in a way that was so light so that when you dipped the quesadilla into the sour cream, it was just really airy. Never, it didn't weigh it down at all. I will be going back there to get that item again. It was so Mm. good. Interesting. Now, here's what I find interesting about that thing you had because I know it's it's like flour tortilla, like you said, eggs, spinach, mushroom, cheese. I think there was, was there guac on the side? Yes, there was uh, avocado, sliced avocado on the, avocado on the side, uh, yeah. And you got a side of breakfast potatoes. Now, generally, you get a breakfast uh, – well, I guess if I'm th- – I guess I'm thinking about breakfast burritos. But I generally think of like when you have something like quesadilla or burrito that the potatoes go inside. Mm. But I can see the the wisdom in having it outside because it's it can stay nice and crispy. I think you're um, right. That does feel like a breakfast burrito thing for yeah. sure. Um and they are great on the inside of a breakfast burrito. But yeah, here they were a hit on the outside. Um, I shared them with um, actress and wife, Julia Addis. Julia Addis um, got to eat some of this quesadilla? Oh I, I, no, not the quesadilla. She oh. doesn't have dairy. But she did eat oh, some of the potatoes. The potatoes, okay. Um, and, I, and when I ordered the side of the potatoes over the fresh fruit, it was with the intention of knowing that um, my wife, you know, 
when I get to see her, it's just, you know, it's so rare, but when she does pass by, uh, she'd love a, she loves a, uh, side of potatoes. Yeah. Who does it, man? I mean, if you don't probably something wrong with you, I don't yeah. know. You might want to. What did you get? Oh, I got, okay. This is one of the most interesting. Sometimes I say like, if I see something very interesting on the menu, I just have to try it, you know? Yeah. So they had a thing called oatmeal with a punch. <laughs> which is technically is on their like healthy type of the menu, which is not generally where I would go sometimes. Yeah. No, not your uh, favorite. So, so here's what it is. Um, oatmeal with blueberries, sliced bananas, and sliced apples. Hmm. And mixed in with the oatmeal, egg whites. Oh. It was very interesting because. Would you say that's the punch? I guess. I guess that's what the punch is. And maybe it's like a punch of uh, protein is what they're thinking. Mm. I don't know. Uh, but it was interesting because imagine, uh, if you will, I could feel when you're eating oatmeal, you feel a certain consistency, but then you also feel a slightly different consistency of the egg whites in there. <laughs> yeah. And it was almost like – it reminded me a little bit of when you think you ordered uh, Dr. Pepper and you got iced tea and you the first drink, you're like, whoa, <laughs> What's wrong with my mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I got to say it's probably a, a way of them to like have the same amount of food but have more protein in it and less carbs, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, is, Tressa, that, that texture seems really unsettling. It it was a little bit unsettling. I got used to it after a couple of bites and I was like, okay, this yeah. is – I just – having these two consistencies and one of them not being crunchy. Like mm. if you have something like oatmeal and then you got something crunchy at the same time, you're like, okay, this makes sense. But you get like – creamy and different type of creamy you're like what was happening <laughs> but yeah i think it's a unique uh, thing i haven't seen that anywhere else um i would order it again i also wasn't sure like is this okay is this savory or is this sweet like should i be mm. maybe putting some uh parmesan cheese on this or should i be uh putting some maple syrup on it i wasn't sure yeah yeah i guess yeah, the eggs really throw it all off. Everything else yeah. points towards sweet as soon as you put right. those egg whites in there. Who knows? Right. Uh, I also had their corn pancakes, uh, which is, you know, about what you expect. It was They were tasty. It was like uh, pancakes made out of cornmeal. So toasted bun, it's really close to my place, so I've got to check it out some more times. And now I'm really interested to try that quesadilla that you had. Yeah, so. it was really good. Thank you for going on breakfast with me. That was, uh, that was uh, one of the more unique ones I've had, so uh, I don't regret it at all. Oh, yum, yum, yum. It was delicious. This has been so much fun, Jeff. Before we get out of here, I need to get three quick recommendations from Jeff Lupino Esposito. Here we go. What is your guilty pleasure show or movie that you've been watching? Okay, guilty pleasure is definitely uh, Are You the One? Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yes. it's one of the few reality series that my wife and I watch, um, besides The Great British Baking Show. I love Are You the One? If you're not familiar with it, 10 guys and 10 women are put in a house and the producers have beforehand determined through some sort of scientific method. Yeah, that some sort. Yeah, who knows what they did? And they asked some questions of each of the contestants. They've determined that your perfect match is in the house. Um, and so each week they're trying to figure out and pair up um, to get 10 of 10, the perfect 10 matches. If they do, they win $1 million. Between 20 uh, people, yeah. Yeah, it's split. <laughs> but they always talk about it as if they're each getting a million dollars. And sometimes I don't know if they don't know that they're <laughs> splitting this money. Um, 
But yeah, I think two seasons are on Netflix now. We used to watch it like in the most roundabout way on like MTV's Australia site or something had it streaming and we would find it on there. But I think two seasons are on Netflix now. And I think the most recent season, which I haven't found yet, they actually, it's not just 10 straight guys and 10 straight women, that it's now actually everyone could be romantically interested in each other. Um, and so it's just like a mix of LGBTQ plus people, um, which oh, I think is going to be an amazing season. So I'm really yeah. interested in that one. I also think dynamically, it's normally so like frat boy-y that I just wonder how tonally it would be different in that season. And yeah, I'm excited. It's so, I mean, everyone on the show is ridiculous. And the thing that is funniest to me is that they could do the math like they could write down like, okay, in week two, you chose this person and we had this many right or whatever. And they never do. Um, yeah. I mean, one of, one of the seasons, they literally had somebody that was doing that with the journal and somebody like stole his journal. Like <laughs> They're like, follow, follow your heart, idiot. <laughs> It's so good. Well, it's so funny that you mentioned that show because uh, Tressa and I both just like <laughs> bowled through both seasons <laughs> of that. And at the time, I told my sister, I said, hey, you got to watch the, this show. Are you the one? She's like, and she, I mean, I'm paraphrasing her. And I've already called her out on, you know, face, not face to face, but uh, on the phone. Uh, she, she said, ow, I, I don't, I don't watch shows like that. And then uh. like <laughs> two months later, she was like, oh, we just like watched a season and a half of Are You the One? And I was like, oh, <laughs> In one day. Oh, did you? Interesting. <laughs> because you I know, thought that was trash. The kind of show you liked. <laughs> you know why I think it works for even people who don't necessarily love that format is that no one gets kicked off, which is really fun. Like you you get to stay with everybody the whole season. It's not like people are getting removed, which I think for me bums me out on a show like The Bachelor. I'm like, oh, I like that person. I hate to see them go. Here, they're all there. They got to tough it out till the end and find their perfect match. Yeah, it's uh, I, I agree. That's a good, that's a guilty pleasure one. All right. Well, what is the hidden gem show or movie that you love that people may not know? I'm gonna go with Detroiters. Uh, it's a two season Comedy Central comedy with Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson. Uh, you might know Tim Robinson recently had he was an SNL guy, and then he had uh, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson, which got a good amount of buzz on oh, that Netflix. show. Is, that show is brilliant. I think you should so leave. funny, so so funny. I love those sketches. If you like that, um, and then you might know Sam Richardson from Veep. Um, yeah. If you like, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. You have to watch Detroiters. It has that same total absurd insanity, but it's about uh, Sam and Tim as these two like bad ad men um in detroit uh and they're just awful at their job for the most part but it's so over the top any character can be the weird person in a scene which makes it really unique like they meet someone and we think that's the normal person but then they do something insane i think it's so so funny and kind of just got lost it was on comedy central a few years back um it's a no. It's a little hard to find, but I think you could rent it. I think I rented it on Prime Video. Okay. Uh, look, you said Tim Robinson. I'm such a big fan of. Uh, I think you should leave. I'm in. I have heard of Detroiters. I haven't watched it, but I'm going to watch it now. You're going to love it, Brent. I can't wait for you to see it. Nice. What is the show or movie that either inspires you or reminds you of yourself? Okay. The piece that inspires me is Bo Burnham's special on Netflix, Make Happy. I think Bo Burnham's 
pretty genius. He inspires me in part because uh, he started as a YouTube creator and is one of, I won't say one of the few, but you know, one of the notable who really grew as an artist after that. Like he went viral for like doing silly songs, but if you saw eighth grade, I thought that was a wonderful movie. Uh, that was his feature directorial debut. And he just has such a amazing ability to blend comedy and drama so he can really get you laughing and then hit you with something about depression or, or grief. And it's, it's so surprising and effective. And then of course he does music. Uh, like I loved make happy. I, you know, I'm hesitant to call it a stand-up special. It's really just like a special event. It's an hour long. It's on Netflix. And the way he parodies music, but also just genuinely writes great songs that are funny in and of themselves. Um, yeah, and can hit with the dramatic stuff too. I just think he kills it. And it's such a great special. Uh, yeah, I have not seen that yet. I am a fan of Bo Burnham. I saw him uh, as part of a show that Pete Holmes did at the Largo. I'm going to sound like I'm from Los Angeles now. Wow. I saw him at a show at Largo. You saw him at Largo on Santa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. at Largo on Santa. And uh, he's just like genius, you know? No, he is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I find his stuff to be semi-genius. I mean, it's really great. I just saw him in that movie, uh, Practical Young Woman. Is that oh, Promising it? Young Woman. Yeah. Promising Young Woman, yes. I've been meaning to watch it. Did, was he great in it? Uh, he's great. I. <laughs> it's funny because like the half, first half of the movie, I was like, who is this guy? And I was like, oh, that's I, for some <laughs> reason, I just didn't recognize Bo Burnham. Yeah. Just because the tone of it is not normally what you would see kind of from Bo Burnham, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I did find that movie to be fascinating. Watch, yeah, promise. Yeah, you. I definitely want to watch it. So, get happy—that's the name of it. Uh, make happy, make happy. Got you. Yeah. All right, I have my uh, homework to do because this this stuff all sounds great. Yeah, luckily you've already watched all of Are You the One? So oh, that's true. Well, uh, you know, I I might have missed some stuff. Let me go back and uh, just it's see mortified. I, yeah, <laughs> let me see if I could predict the perfect matches. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you for those recommendations, Jeff Lupino Esposito. Yeah. Guys, if you would like to get more Brentfast stuff, such as pics of Jeff Lupino Esposito and I enjoying our Brentfast from Toasted Bun, go to my website, brentpope.com. You can listen to all the Brentfast episodes there. You can see clips from all my TV appearances and shop at the Brentfast store where you can find shirts, mugs, stickers, masks. It's all there. People of Earth, I bring you the show for free, but it's not free to make the show, so help us keep this thing going by picking up something from the Brentfast store. You'll be super glad you did. On social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at scoopspope. Give me a follow, and if you have a Brentfast question, ask away. And uh, if you like the show, please subscribe, leave us a review, share it with your friends. Brentfast is being enjoyed all over the United States and 35 countries spreading over six continents. And trust me, my bacon brigade, my pancake peeps, my coffee conquistadors, we are just getting started. Special thanks to my editor, the one and only Rosemary Brown, for all the Brentfast slicing and dicing. Much appreciate. Big ups also my studio engineer, Daniel Erickson, for making me sound so good. Jeff Lupino Esposito, what is next for you, and where can we find you on social media? Uh, I'm just working on that next musical, you know, always grinding away at the next project. Um, so we'll see what, what that one becomes potentially something to do with a ghost romance. That's the teaser I'll give for now. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeff underscore L underscore E, um, or on my website, Jeff me. And I think that's everything you asked. Awesome. I have to say, just as a side note, I still have you in my phone as Jeff L-E, which is really funny because Siri always says, Jeff the 50th E. 
Uh, <laughs> which is <laughs> the first 49 were terrible we really got it right on this one amazing oh well thank you for coming in jeff this has been so spectacular i loved it and uh let's let's uh let's get that poker game going as soon as we can yeah thanks brent this was deliciously my pleasure nice and with that we put another but what they didn't know was episode of breakfast with brent pope in the old to go bag see ya that's a great reference 